fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market laissez-faire capitalist society allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, you finally made it to the end of the week. It is a Friday. It is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the final day of the week. What's up? Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you. Checking us out like you do every single day on all the different platforms. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. What a show we have lined up for you today. We have a heck of a lot to talk about. We have a heck of a lot to get to. In a one-hour program, we're not going to get to all of it. But by golly, we will try. A jobs report came out today. The media is losing their minds over all the great numbers, apparently, with that one. Is it really true? We'll cover that here in just a second. We also have the Olympics. Anybody, show of hands, anybody watching the Olympics Anybody care about the Olympics? It's in China. I'm sorry. We got to do it the proper way. China. <laughs> the way Donald Trump used it. The way China is the way we used to rock that one. So the Olympics officially started this morning, our time, and I, I really don't care. I've always laughed at the Olympics. Now, this is not to take away from anybody at the Olympics because they are way more athletic than myself, but I always laugh and say that the athletes in the Olympics were really the B-rated athletes that couldn't make it in professional sports, so they have to go compete there. Now, I know that's not true. I know it. I'm very well aware of it. But at the same time, that's kind of that's always been my personal perspective of the Olympics. I just I don't care. At the same time, it's supposed to bring harmony around the world and nice, friendly competition from around the world and test our skills. And it doesn't do that anymore. It really turns into a we're going to falsely pretend that we're getting along with everybody when we're really not. And we're just all going to go there and we're going to compete. and We're going to do these really, really stupid sports. Uh, what was it last year when they did the summer ones? Not only do they play basketball, but then they do a like a three-man basketball team. Then they do like three-man short court basketball because apparently they can't play full basketball courts. Why would we want to watch that? I just don't care. There's maybe five events in the entire Olympics that I enjoy watching, and that's about it. Now, coming from Colorado originally, I am a snowboarder, so I will enjoy the snowboarding competition, but I could watch those when I go to Colorado and Breckenridge and see those go off the really big hills there with the X Games, and that would be my enjoyment and about the extent of what I enjoy with snowboarding competitions. Now, I don't do those, by God. I, I enjoy the cruising. I do not enjoy jumping into the air and doing backflips because I would break my neck and you would not hear me on the radio any longer, but I enjoy snowboarding. But I tell you, man, the Olympics, just I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but I'm curious how many people actually watch it. And do you think that the world gets any value out of actually participating in the Olympics, the summer or the winter Olympics? I don't know that we do. I mean, you go over to China right now. There's no fans. There's no media. There's no family because of COVID. So they've locked everything down again in the country of China. Then you have the Olympic opening that happened this morning that was nothing but crazy propaganda. I'm always curious on how they find their their opening shows on what they do to like, you know, do the whole theatrical thing to like do the introduction and carry the torch and do the I'm always curious on how they come up with these presentations because the symbolism is ridiculous. I I don't it doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with sports in any way, shape, or form. And they just put on this big sign of, hey, we're we're in control. 
You got Vladimir Putin there that fell asleep during the introductions, especially around the Ukrainian time, which I found absolutely hilarious. So he was there. You got the Chinese that are trying to host this, thinking that they're some big uniter. Can everybody come together here? The Biden administration's halfway protesting it by saying they're not going to show up. But yet the White House, they ended up putting on the colored lights on the White House to uh, be in favor of the American athletes in China. Half of the American athletes are the ones that like to protest the United States and kneel during the national anthem, which is ridiculously offensive while we're trying to represent ourselves on on an international platform. There's just a mess all around. I don't care to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I think it's stupid, and I'm just not going to partake. I could be in the minority here, but I'm totally okay with that. I have no interest in the Olympics in any way, shape, or form. And it is so political now that I don't think it's really worth even showing some type of harmony and unity in the world in some way, shape, or form because it's really not. And that's all I have to say about the U.S. Olympics. It, it started. It's going to go on for the next two weeks. And if people watch it, all the power to you. That's great. I have no interest in it at all. And and this is coming from a guy. I'm based out of Wichita. Last for the Summer Olympics, we had... I don't like two or three individuals that were participating in the in the Summer Olympics here from the Kansas area and from the Wichita area. One was like a softball player, I think. She played. Well, one was a basketball player. One was like a boxer or something. So that's cool. That's awesome. I just, I, I'm not going to follow it. I just don't care. I have not, I got to be honest, outside of UFC and MMA fighting, I have not watched a single athletic sport in probably like six or seven years. I haven't watched a single football game, NFL or college i haven't watched a baseball game i'm just not interested in basketball i enjoy snowboarding but i don't watch it why would i want to watch people slide down the mountain when i could do it myself i i just don't watch any sporting events and unfortunately being so tainted and corrupted by the political world everything that i see now is through a political lens and what i'm seeing through china makes me not want to be part of it in any way shape or form and it really angers me that we allowed our athletes to go but yet our own administration is not even going to go and support them they're just going to be like thanks we're going to put some lights on the white house and we're just going to do our thing but i mean come on biden couldn't handle the trip anyways he'd fall asleep and probably be so old that he'd get like bad oxygen or something on the airplane and not be able to handle the trip all the way to, to china so there is that but i just i don't know I'm not interested in it in any way, shape, or form. Outside of that, there is other big news that is way more pressing than the Olympics, so let's get into that. What's trending today? By the way, Blaine Pardo will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. He is, uh, you can find him online at blainepardo.com. He is author of the book Blue Dawn, the most chilling what if in history, the progressive overthrow of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Are progressive values tainting society enough to where they can officially overthrow the U.S.? That's going to be an interesting conversation. We'll have that coming up at the bottom of the hour. But let's go into one of our favorite uh, segments here on the show. Let's go into the Biden basement. So Joe Biden came out with a speech, uh, what was it, earlier today, yesterday? I think it was yesterday, where he came out talking about his latest gun control measures. First. We want to crack down on the flow of firearms used to commit violence. That includes taking on and shutting down rogue gun dealers. At, uh, and it's, it's about doing background checks, it's as well as outright selling, uh, uh, of that, making sure the people who are not allowed to have a gun don't get the gun in the first place. All right. Now we know. Going after the guns. You feeling all right, Joe? Kind of stumbling around a little bit there, buddy. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. (laughs) 
So if you remember a couple of days ago, Chuck Schumer came out and really said this was going to be the big push. So this is not a moderate bill in any way, shape, or form. This is nothing that's middle of the road. This is nothing of a bipartisan manner. This is what the Democrats and Chuck Schumer really pushed not a week ago. The ATF get heavily involved if we are going to stop the spread and scourge of guns into New York because only the ATF's long arm can reach out <clears throat> to the gun dealers and gun traffickers in South Carolina and, and southern states that send their guns, that allow gun traffickers to send their guns up here. Yeah, so if you don't remember this conversation, this is the bill to where Chuck Schumer and the Democrats literally think that if you're from the South, if you cling on to your guns and your Bible, that you are probably not the most intelligent IQ-leveled individual, that you're probably the ignoramus, that you're probably the deplorable, as Nancy is uh, Hillary Clinton tried to describe you as, that you're probably a terrorist, you're probably the most radical individual, and you need to be stopped. You can't hold on to your Bible, you can't hold on to your guns, and we're going to take those guns away from you because especially if you have a southern draw and you're from the south and you have a firearm or you have a firearm distribution center or you have a gun shop you're probably smuggling guns into the northern parts of this country where there's high crime rates with large cities that have gun-free zones because that makes all the sense of the world and the only way to stop them according to the democrats is not from local elections and local regulations by but by expanding the ATF and then trying to create massive regulation at the federal level so that way we can stop the interstate commerce of smuggling drugs from rednecks from the south into the north almost like the bootlegged moonshiners this is the new age 21st century bootleggers apparently where we're not trying to stop moonshine we're trying to stop the flow of guns illegally from people in the south to the people in the north with large cities yeah this is what we're up against and Joe Biden playing right into that card first we want to crack down on the flow of firearms used to commit violence. That includes taking on and shutting down rogue gun dealers. At, uh, and it's, it's about doing background checks, it's as well as outright selling, uh, uh, of that, making sure the people who are not allowed to have a gun don't get the gun in the first place. All right, uh, let's break that conversation down a little bit if we can comprehend it and just break it, you know, at least try to decipher it a little bit. So we need to expand background checks because we need to stop from the bad guys actually getting guns. Funny part is that if you haven't committed a crime before, then the bad guy could still get a gun because there's nothing on the record to say they can't have a gun. Uh, at the same time, I don't know what you're talking about. This makes no sense in any way, shape, or form. Now, he goes on to talk about, like, ghost guns and how we're going to start labeling even the parts that you buy. If you buy a ghost gun, for those that don't know what a ghost gun is, it's the new scary term to where if you buy different parts of guns and then just buy all these different parts and then assemble it yourself, it's got no registration code, it's got no tracking numbers, it's got no nothing on there, and you can piece it together and create your own gun. It's a ghost gun because the government doesn't know it exists. And they want to essentially change the definition of a firearm to try and say that every individual piece that you're buying is now a fire is categorized as a firearm itself so they can regulate each individual piece of it and they can track each individual piece when you buy it. So it's not a piece of a gun. It's actually a gun. When I was on Armed American Radio a couple of days ago with the great Mark Walters, I referenced this as a duck. Obviously, if it's a, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. But if you're walking down the street and you find a duck feather on the ground, this is essentially what the government's doing is saying, that's a duck feather, therefore it is a duck. No, it's a piece of a duck. It's a feather of a duck that fell off the, the duck, but it's not a duck. No, no, no. According to government description, that is a duck. 
So they're wanting to expand all of these massive regulations, including expanding, doubling, tripling, quadrupling the ATF, which is just their way of saying we can't pass proper legislation. So we're going to do it through the administrative bureaucratic state and increase the size of government in order to regulate it through different uh, different pieces of red tape. That way, so you can still have your freedom, air quotes, but yet you're not really going to have your freedoms because you have to be approved to enjoy that freedom. He goes on to say that it's not a violation of the Second Amendment. For any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon in when the, this, this uh, <laughs> amendment was passed. And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. Uh, I'm still waiting. And this, remember, this is the same guy that during the campaign trail said that there was a clause underneath the Second Amendment that said that you had the right to keep and bear arms and it shall not be infringed. But apparently there's a clause underneath it somewhere that says that we get to set the guidelines on who gets to get the gun and how many guns they're actually you're allowed to have and what kind of gun that you're actually allowed to have. There's some clause under the Second Amendment that actually allows that. Don't know where it is. I've not been able to find that yet, but he says it's there. So let's roll with it, right? When we come back, I'm going to replay that clip because he's just inaccurate, factually untrue, and we'll tell you why. Plus, can we finally come together as a society? Obviously, these are major issues that are very divisive. Are we able to find some common ground somewhere? Because most people right now think we're not able to do so. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Friday. You finally made it to the end of the week. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. 24 minutes past the hour here on a Friday afternoon. By the way, programming note to you. So our newsletter came out today. If you have not signed up, you're more than welcome to do so still at HoosierReason.com. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, although you'll have to wait till next month to get the next one. However, always love when you guys sign up for it. The newsletter went out today. Gotten some great response for that. Thank you. The blog that we put on there for the first time we submitted to OpsLens, which we are streaming on the OpsLens app and their social media and their website right now. Love those guys. And uh, some getting some great response for that. So I submitted my blog to OpsLens. I'm not a writer. I've told you that. I don't I don't really write. I'm not very good at writing. I'm not grammatically correct in any way, shape, or form, which is why I do radio. I'd rather talk about it than try and write it down articulately because it's not articulate half the time when I write. But I submitted it to OpsLens as a blog, and they I told them they could use it however they want, and it posted today as well on their website. So go and check that out, OpsLens.com, and it's their uh, featured opinion column for today. So that's really cool, and we appreciate that. Uh, so uh, my first written piece, it actually like went somewhere. <laughs> That's cool. May have to work on that a little bit more. So, all right, Joe Biden saying uh, for those that are understanding what the Second Amendment actually is, you know, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. He's saying that gun control, expanding the ATF, expanding background checks, getting rid of ghosted guns and then putting more stringent rules on who can actually purchase guns is not a violation of the Second Amendment. For any of the press, any of the press listening, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. And that's not another issue. Let's break that down, shall we? You are just factually 110% incorrect. If you actually understood or read history or read a history book in any way, shape, or form, you would know that's not true at all. I don't know how many people are aware of this. Maybe we need a little bit of a history refresher. The Revolutionary War, now this is before the Second Amendment granted, but the Revolutionary War, before we started actually the war, uh, we had no government, obviously, because we were part of the United Kingdom. We were part of England. And every cannon that was here was privately owned by a citizen. One of the reasons, out of many reasons, for the Revolutionary War and why it actually started was because they tried to start taking away individuals' cannons that were privately owned by the private citizen. So, you know, I, I know what you were trying to do. I know what you were trying to do with that conversation, but you literally used the exact reference that made no sense because that's factually incorrect. Everybody had cannons back then. Not everybody, but a lot of people had cannons back then. They were legally owned by the citizens, and when you tried to take them away, England, that's when we said, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't going to fly, and the Revolutionary War started. The Gatlin gun, that was the first quote-unquote assault rifle that was a, I guess you could call it an semi-automatic, I guess. It'd be a semi right? Yeah, it'd be a semi-automatic because you turn the little thing and, and it would just hit each one. That would be a semi-automatic. That was owned, again, by a private citizen, the Gatlin, the very first Gatlin guns. They were owned by private individuals, not by the government, not by the militia as a whole, but by private citizens because the militia really is a group of private citizens in an organization uh, that would be sanctioned by the state now. Then it was kind of sort of sanctioned by the state, but still – 
no, private citizens had cannons. And I'm still waiting for the clause to say, well, no, you're not allowed to have that firearm because we tell you you can't or you have to go through all these stringent processes. Now, I'm not advocating for people to have cannons today, although that would be really cool because I don't know what damage I could actually do or if you could actually get the stuff to make it work. I, that would be really, really awesome. But the point is, yeah, sorry, Joe, you have no clue what you're talking about. People did actually have cannons. They were threatened to be taken away by the uh, you know, by England, and you could see how well that worked out for them when they started to do that. So thanks for the reference. You have no clue what you're talking about. We're going to go ahead and keep clinging onto our guns and Bibles and stop you from expanding the ATF. Blaine Pardo coming up on the show right after the break. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already for a Friday. It flies right on by. I don't care what anybody says. We are by far the fastest hour of radio on, well, radio. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming and podcasting as well. Wherever you may be watching or listening, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. So there's a poll out from rollcall.com they reported this that americans are united under one issue right now one issue only obviously it's not covid obviously obviously it's not the economy obviously it's not joe biden well it's almost but on the other end like the lack of approval for joe biden it's almost unified for the republicans and democrats on that one no there is one bit of unity going on in the nation right now and that unity is The fact that we can't agree on anything. <laughs> that is the poll. Right now, that is the latest. The voters don't feel any better about where the nation's heading uh, since the last battle going on with the election last year. And the latest thing that they all agree upon was that we can't agree upon anything. That's kind of an interesting poll. So what direction are we headed? Where are we going? Are we getting a glimpse into the future? Is this the best that we have? Democrats are squirming. I've told you. I mean, Joe Biden's poll ratings are extremely low. Kamala Harris is even worse right now. They don't have anybody to try and hype up for the presidential election in 24 yet. That's why they're trying to, I mean, they brought in Michelle Obama back into the media. They're trying to bring Hillary Clinton back into the media. They don't have anybody. 
What do you do? Then on the Republican side, we have potentially Donald Trump coming back into the realm again. We have potentially Ron DeSantis, but it doesn't sound like Ron DeSantis. Uh, it's all up in the air moving forward. But the Democrats are losing their minds on a what type of image they're going to go with. And Joe Biden just ain't cutting it for them. But what's the future potentially look like? I'm excited to talk to our next guest about this issue and more when we talk with our latest in What's Trending. Maybe. What's trending today? There we go. All right. He is the author of Blue Dawn, the most chilling what if in history, the progressive overthrow of the United States. Yeah, I know. Happy to have on the program with us here, Blaine Pardo with us here. Blaine, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm recovering from COVID. You're recovering from COVID. Oh, I'm glad you're doing all right. What kind of symptoms did you get? Uh, we didn't have hardly anything. My wife and I, we, we had uh, some coughing and some congestion and uh, fever, and sure. she's got an earache. But, mm. you know, it's the same stuff that everybody else has gone through in America. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty brutal. Now, I have to add, I mean, with those type of symptoms, did you know it was COVID? Or were you like, I don't know if I have COVID or like the seasonal allergies and I need to go get tested right now? I was chalking it up as a cold. She went in and got tested, and since we both got sick around the same time, I figured I had it as well. So interesting. But you know, yeah. you, I, it's a cold. It's yeah. a, it's a as my daughter calls it, it's a spicy virus. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing all right. That's that's interesting. This last couple of years have really taught us, and this bleeds right into your book here with Blue Dawn. The last couple of years have really taught us about where we are in society right now about the mindset of the citizens and the mindset of the quote unquote leaders on where we are, what they're allowed to get away with, what we've allowed them to do and what could potentially happen in the future. Doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this has been a fear uh, indoctrination that we've had. And uh, we've had a steady diet of fear now for three years. And it's interesting because some people have become downright addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. They love it. Now, and again, I mean, once you give them that kind of power, they're not going to want to get rid of it. I saw an opinion piece uh, about a week or so ago about how there's talks of, well, climate change and smog is really bad in a city, so we need to lock down a city. We need to economically just shut everything down. Is this what we could potentially see moving forward as well, is using the same tactics from COVID to other political issues? Absolutely. If you watch the movie Patriot Day and you remember the Boston Marathon bombing, mm. They locked down an entire city because they were looking for one suspect. And I told my wife when that happened, I said, they've learned a dangerous lesson. They will now use these types of excuses to over-exude their power on everyone else. And we've seen that constantly with this. Yeah. It's unfortunate, and it's scary because we don't know when it's going to come. But the big question, I guess, would be moving forward is, will we allow it or are we aware of it now? I think we're aware of it, and I don't think we have an organized approach for, you know, combating it. You know, mm. the government hasn't given us any signal whatsoever of how does any of this end? How mm. do we go back to normal? Originally, when they started all of this, it was, hey, you know, if we get, you know, 80% of you guys inoculated, we're going to turn the lights back on, and everything goes back to normal. They've stopped talking like that. Yeah. They keep now pushing the new normal. And I don't know about you, but I didn't vote for a new normal. I want my old normal back. Yeah, well, that's very and, true. Most people do. I mean, the latest polls show 75% of Americans do want the old normal back. They want to accept that, that COVID is a part of life now, and we just have to accept it and move on with our daily lives. 
We absolutely do. But what we're seeing on the other side of this, and you look at it in Virginia where I live, the governor has said, you know, you do not have to wear masks going to school. He's got seven school districts that are suing him. So they're using taxpayer dollars to try to retain control over masking in schools. This is wackadoodle. And, you know, we literally have people who are fighting to keep the oppression going. That's and, and the it wildest makes part. Zero sense. Yeah, that's the craziest part is that even with, I mean, masks are a perfect example of that. Even with the doctors, the head doctors coming out of the federal government saying that cloth masks do absolutely nothing in society. They don't stop the virus. You need an N95 or more. There's still school districts that mandate it. There are still people that are out in the streets defending it, saying, if you don't wear a mask, then you're spreading the virus to me and you're the problem with society. Uh, in the same with the vaccine, even though the Omicron variant obviously doesn't get stopped by the, by the vaccine this is we're defending something that's not even defendable anymore we are i was triple vaxxed and i got covid so you know and i work out of my house so i don't leave that often it's it's absolutely crazy this needs to be treated just like the common cold or the flu we need to get an annual you know if you want to get your flu shot you go in and get your flu shot if you want to get your covid shot you go in your covid shot but we need to get back to normal. The devastation this is doing to small town America, yeah. to the downtowns of cities like Indianapolis and Detroit, et cetera, where businesses are being shuttered up for good. The devastation this causes and the psychological impact this causes on our kids is it's not defensible. You can't justify it out of fear and fear alone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We're talking with Blaine Pardo, the author of the book Blue Dawn. He is an award-winning New York Times bestselling author, also of numerous different science fiction books and other issues as well. You can find him online at BlainePardo.com is the website. Talk about outside of COVID, other signs that we've seen, whether it's the Biden administration, whether it's the Democrats during the Trump administration, uh, what other signs have we seen over the years to where We've been the, you know, the, the the frog boiling in the water kind of thing where we didn't realize things were going on until it got to be too far, and we can't stop a lot of it now. Well, you know, it, it's a great question that you pose because there are have been a number of signs that we have seen where authority and control have been exerted. And, I, you know, I think the greatest example of that has been the abuse of the um, impeachment powers that have been mm. employed. Um, we saw impeachment, which our founding fathers never intended to be a political bludgeon, be used specifically for that, mm-hmm. um, it, to the point where, it, it, and only our Congress would actually declare someone guilty of something, hold a trial, find him innocent, then launch the investigation three or four <laughs> months later into what happened. You know, the lunacy behind all of this is considered perfectly acceptable now. And what I've seen, where I've seen the biggest area, has been the weird alliance between big tech, the mainstream media, and the Democratic Party. Sure. You know, they literally remove stories that don't fit their narrative. They block that news. They have censored tens of thousands of conservative voices out there. And It's considered perfectly acceptable. If this was being done to the left, we would never hear the end of it. But because it's being done to the right under the auspices of, well, this has been a proven conspiracy theory or this is, 
These are facts that can't be questioned. It's crazy. Uh, I never thought I would live in a country that, that literally had this level of censorship that was taking place and considered perfectly acceptable. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, the younger generations, too, the fact that they grow up in this type of style and in this type of world, they don't understand the alternative. I mean, I'm 33. I'm a millennial. I saw the latest poll from my generation that we're okay with government watching our emails for a free pizza because, well, I have nothing to hide, so therefore I don't care whether they watch it or not. And we're so open about it between social media, between the emails, between our just our livelihoods online. It doesn't bother so many individuals of the lack of privacy that we have. Well, when, when I was working on Blue Dawn, the book hadn't been released. There were a group of my science fiction fans who, who are enemies or whatever you want to call them. They looked at just the blurb on the back of the book and started calling my publisher to get my other books delisted. <laughs> now, in a million years, it would never dawn on me as a baby boomer to call someone who I was mad at, call their employer and say, look, terminate your agreement with this person, you know, which, you know, is against the law to do, but, you know, you, you just don't do that sort of thing. This is considered acceptable behavior now. Yeah. And, you know, this is what happens when you hand out a lot of participation trophies. <laughs> well, there is that. And again, I apologize for my generation every single day. We're talking about Blaine Pardo. Blaine, can you stick over one more segment? We got to take a break here. Sure. Awesome. I love it. I want to. When we come back, I want to go into your book and talk about what the future could look like if we have a progressive overthrow of the U.S. What would this world look like based on the size of government, based on the freedoms or lack thereof that we have? What would this society look like? We'll do that when we come back. He's author of the book Blue Dawn. Check him out. BlainePardo.com. We'll do that when we come back here. Wrapping up today for a Friday here on the Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Dang right you are. Welcome back into the program. Last few minutes of the show before we wrap it up for another week. It's been a successful one. Thanks again to everybody hanging out with us today as you do every single day here on The Voice of Reason. So let's paint a picture here, shall we? Democrats. I'm painting a very scary picture, so I'm sorry I'm leaving you scarred You know, going into the weekend here. But I want to paint a very scary picture for you that Republicans are non-existent, conservative, limited-minded, limited government, free, laissez-faire, capitalist individuals no longer exist. The socialist, radical, progressive Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has run the country. I am told this is a garbage disposal. <laughs> well, uh, we know for sure that they wouldn't have garbage disposals. I mean, we know that for sure. Uh, let's see what that would actually look like with this book, A Blue Dawn, the most chilling what-if in history the progressive overthrow of the United States. You can find his website at blainepardo.com. Blaine, set the picture for us. What does this book describe, and what would that type of society actually look like? Well, it's actually a political thriller set five years after the the progressives violently overthrow Washington, D.C., Congress, mm-hmm. and the White House. Uh, what you'd have is, you know, you got to bear in mind, they're waging war with us right now in terms of conservatives. They will set up social quarantine camps for our protection to move us into so that, you know, they only want one voice, the same voice, the left. They want different flavors of it, but that's the only voice they want out there. So being a conservative marks you in in the future. They're going to have reparations, which is just another form of welfare that they're going to implement. They're going to put in a a system of uh, uh, Americans turning in Americans. We've seen that throughout this pandemic. Small businesses are going to be run into the ground. Um, You know, they're going to erase our history and replace it with their version of history. We've been seeing that for the last five years, at least. They'll tear down your flags. They're going to change all the faces on your money. Um, you know, they're going to take away the national anthem. You know, there's already been cries that, you know, it's a racist song. You know, so those types of things will go away. And there's going to be a nationalization of the police force. You know, President Obama actually suggested nationalizing the police force. You know, none of this stuff, by the way, I have laid out for you isn't stuff that hasn't already been suggested by the left. Yeah. All I did was take it and give it a substance and a narrative. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. I mean, every single one of these issues is something that has been done, that has been tried, or that has been attempted in this nation. And if they succeed in all of these things, I mean, we just heard about Joe Biden yesterday talking about more gun control and how we need to invest in community policing, but we don't like cops because cops are very bad. So we need community policing along with gun regulation, the evil ghost guns. We need to, you know, to, to increase whatever type of 
background checks that are somehow going to stop bad guys. I don't get that one. But we take away the guns. We centralize the education system. We raise the taxes on everybody to where you can't survive on your own. So you need the social programs. Expand the social programs and the quote-unquote safety nets. We box everybody in that doesn't have the proper view on things. We silence their opinion. We censor the Internet. And voila, there we go. We got a liberal utopia, right? Well, that's what it sounds like. And that's, I thought, the best way to present that for conservatives was, hey, this is what the world would look like. I gave the I gave the progressives everything they ever asked for. Yeah. And what it is is a totalitarian regime. Um, that's what it boils down to. And the book really focuses on the people who kind of rise up against that. And they come at it from very different perspectives. But I think that's part of the power of it is it's not a nonfiction book. It's a fiction book. Sure. But I think that makes it palatable for a lot of people to read. Uh, People are tired of every time you pick up a nonfiction book, there's people screaming, well, I have three counterfacts for every fact that's in there. (laughs) You can't do that against fiction because it's fiction. You can go, I don't think that'll happen. Okay, but here is what it would look like. Yeah. And that's where I went down the path of. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's the perfect way to do it. It makes people think of, wow, what if this something like this would happen? And you're right. I mean, every step of the way, this has been being tried and attempted at the federal level as we speak right now, which is why it makes it all the more prevalent. It is Blue Dawn, the most chilling what if in history, the progressive overthrow of the United States. Go and check it out at any of your favorite places, plus on Amazon. You can find them online at blainepardo.com. That's B-L-A-N-E-A-I-N-E. P-A-R-D-O-E.com. Blaine, it's good to talk to you, my friend. I'm so glad the book's doing well. I'm glad you're doing better. Let's get you back on the show again soon. I look forward to it, Andy. Have a great weekend. You as well. Appreciate the conversation. Love that stuff. That's what I'm talking about right there. Let's wrap it up for the day. What do you say? Back at it on Monday for a whole brand new week. We are ready to rock and roll. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the radio Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.